As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Night Brigade presents Agent Stoker, created by Chris Connor and Brian Nelson. Episode 205, Necropolis. Okay. Wait. Wait. Whoever you are, I'm recording now. Say that again. You are Agent Stoker, huh? Now, let me rewind. I just want to see if that recorded. Say that again. You... Agent Stoke. Okay. Recording again. Say what you're gonna say. You're very blasé about standing in a cemetery on a moonless night with a disembodied voice in your ear. Not just any cemetery, the Glasgow Necropolis, a classic Victorian graveyard in the heart of the Scots capital. I do know where we are, of course. But as you see, I'm recording this for the Night Brigade. I track every event that might prefigure the coming apocalypse. And frankly, I've been waiting all day for someone mysterious to manifest. It's getting cold. Hmm? You could have popped in a little earlier, you know. It's always cold here, you must realize. But I suspect you have a remedy in that flask. Scottish brambles seemed fitting. <laughs> a woman's drink. Plenty of men tippling this in your fair city. A bit of gin and creme de mure, lemon juice and simple syrup, and a couple of blackberries for flair. Poured over crushed ice to calm things down just a bit. It's calmed you down enough that a supernatural voice doesn't trouble you a moment. I'm curious, can you pick up the scent of this beverage, or was that just a lucky guess? A magician never tells his secrets. That's what you are? A practitioner of parlor tricks? I was told to expect a sluach, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, a devourer of souls, and not just any sluach, the duke of the sluach. Aye, that I am. But you offend me with this prattle, Agent Stoker. Off with you! Oh no, like I said, I've been waiting for hours. Let's do this. Tell me what I need to know to save the world. Is this a respect? No, I've had quite my fill of you. If you won't depart yourself, then I will. Oh, come on. Isn't it respect enough that I'm loitering in this cemetery all day long? Hello? 
Hello? Really? Is a Duke of the Sluach this goddamn touchy? Hello? Lovely. This is Agent Stoker. Night two of my vigil in the Glasgow necropolis. Having apparently pissed off the entity I traveled into this hemisphere here to see, I've spent the day in research. I picked up a sizable volume about ghosts and goblins at the Voltaire and Rousseau bookshop. Not sure whether I'm more Voltaire or Rousseau. And I rented an audio tour kit to help me navigate the grounds of the necropolis. But I'm educating myself primarily on the Sluach and learning the appropriate apparel I needed for the occasion. Plus, since he didn't care for yesterday's cocktail, I've filled my flask tonight with a local single malt whiskey. And so I wait. Standing out in the rain, getting drunk, hoping for a cantankerous... The Duke of the Sluach has arrived. Hail, most estimable Duke. Ah, you think I'm most estimable and not, say, cantankerous? Was I ever applying that adjective to you? I don't think I was, hmm? I'm sure I hadn't mind the bartender whom I'll be seeing later for more of this brew. Ah, a convincing story if ever I heard one. I mean only to honor you and all your host. What have you brought along to honor me? Um, you're welcome to some of this single malt, your grace. I wasted a day with you yesterday when I could have been hunting souls. I expected a tribute as an act of recompense. What would be an appropriate tribute? I don't happen to have any spare souls on my person. Then I'll have to feast on your own pitiful essence. I can sense you've committed crimes that make you a tasty morsel. This is what I read. Yes. Ah. You kidnap the souls of the less desirable vagrants, criminals, and you carry them off to the West where you make a meal of them. A spiritual takeout, as it were. Ah. Uh, I'm sorry to hear I qualify for your taste in souls, though I guess I'm not entirely surprised... Come thou hence, mortal. You belong now to the... You have prepared yourself. Mm, just a sealskin jacket. Picked up in my reading that it might be useful. Not sure what your folk have against seals. Last night you insult. Tonight you actually injure. Good riddance, Agent Stoker. What, you expected me to jump in a snake pit without good boots? I had to take precautions, didn't I? It only made sense to... Oh, no. Are you there? Hello? Your Grace! Damn it! Fine. Mm-hmm. At least I'm spared a long night in the rain with my... Manly drink. This is Agent Stoker. Strolling about the necropolis this morning. If I'm going to learn from the Duke how to find and protect the other directors of the Night Brigade around the world, I'll have to win his favor somehow. I didn't realize I'd have to bargain for the intel I need. 
wondering what sort of tribute I could bring the Duke. If what he wants is a soul, well, I'm not sure what to say. I suspect I still need mine. Hmm. I don't see any sort of sacrifice bunt option here, if I'm even understanding that term correctly. Oh, I wish I had Agent Caliban here to advise me, both on baseball strategy and on game theory, with this, yes, cantankerous example of evil fairy nobility. But possibly I can try to signal Agent Caliban, though she may be too busy with her new tasks in South America. I Perhaps I can help you, Agent Stoker. Oh. Dear Lord. You seem in want of advice. How are you speaking to me? My cell phone should be safeguarded. Hmm. But you have other electronics. That audio tour kit you carry was simple to infiltrate. And am I speaking to the original Engage, or to one of its kinder derivatives? Hmm? You've got the murderous iteration here. At your service. You're an artificial intelligence, so I assume you don't actually have a soul to offer me, which is what I really need just now. You helped me eliminate Dr. Lukasik, so I can't help thinking I owe you something. I didn't help you with that. One chat with you and she was ready to kill herself. That's not what happened, Engage. And the credit still goes to me. Nonetheless, I'm willing to assist. I can commandeer some vehicle here in Glasgow, run its driver off a bridge. Offer your sinister spirit a little snack to improve his mood. How long have you been eavesdropping on me? In a place like Glasgow? It's not that hard. Anything might happen here. Did you know that in 1954, hundreds of school children tore through this very cemetery with stakes, believing they'd find a vampire on the loose? Oh, this city lives dangerously. Just give me the nod and I can scare you up a soul dance in too close to the edge. Leave me alone, Engage. Of course. I wouldn't want to intrude on your conversation with your imaginary friend. Mm. Just snap your fingers three times when you want me to swing into homicidal action. If you think he's imaginary, why are we even having this conversation? You think he exists. And that's all that matters to me. Now it's my turn to chase someone out of here. Get lost, Engage. <sighs> now. Now! Very well. Remember the office open. Doodles. Who in seven hells was that? Your Grace. I wasn't expecting you this early. Well, why are you here then? I've been walking through the graves, wondering how to offer up a fitting tribute. Oh, I'm touched. But not so touched that you're willing to accept that feeling in the place of an actual soul? Ha. Late last night, I devoured a priest. No double entendres, please. A man of the cloth, with many hidden sins, walked out of his sanctuary and a little too close to traffic. Thanks to you, I was fast enough to suck up his soul before, shall we say, a rival enterprise might have welcomed it. And since you feel a certain gratitude to me, Your Grace, perhaps you'll waive the need for any further tribute. Oh, alas no, Adrian Stoker. Maybe because you're not so famished. We can work out another acceptable compromise. Oh, what a haggler you are. You realize I need information from you, and it's information which might just avert the end of everything. And that's the whole reason I'm willing to bandy words with you at all, Stoker. I think you'd want to be a little more forthcoming. Ha. I take. I rarely give. But if everything ends, you realize that includes you, too. Oh, does it? Doesn't it? 
The Slua come from an age before your people. There are many forces within this earth, older, more primal, more rapacious than your scrumptious species. Mm -hmm. I've heard that before, but if the earth itself ceases to exist, where are you? If the Big Bang itself unravels and all creation gets smashed back into nothingness. Ha! People think the Sluark are just an old wives' tale. You're spinning a fairy tale of your own. You know about the Night Brigade. You must know their mission's real. As your electronic friend said, it matters not if it's real, as long as you perceive it that way. Why would you have information on the other directors of the Night Brigade if you think they're just... I I don't know. Apocalyptic fantasists. The captains of the Night Brigade. I thought they were called directors. In each culture, they have different names. They are exquisitely alive to the turnings of this world. Which is what makes... Which is why they're in even more danger than the rest of us. I intended to say... Which is what makes their souls such satisfying morsels. I've grown jaded over the years on taking sustenance from the souls of the usual vagrants and miscreants. I now spread my hunt across the world, which led me to learn about the Night Brigade. Its leaders are in danger, yes, and I do want them protected. But what's it to you, if you're not worried about the end times? Because if any captain of the Night Brigade dies before I can reach him, I'll be cheated out of a culinary pleasure the likes of which are irreplaceable. The exquisite agony with which they walk this world makes their souls so very savory. Agent Caliban just became a director of the Night Brigade. Are you saying she's in exquisite agony? Not yet, perhaps. But she's still new at the job. Wait and see. So you want me to keep the directors of the Night Brigade alive just long enough that when they're dying you can pop up and dine on their immortal souls. If it's not too much trouble. I'd rather not oblige. What's the problem here? You don't even believe there are such things as souls. I don't know that there are. I don't know that there aren't. Interesting. You've dealt with ghosts, with werewolves, with murderous AI, with voodoo. But you just aren't sure about this whole souls business, eh? I'd rather not consider the implications for my own soul. This willful blindness of yours would be useful if you could offer me up a fresh soul for breakfast. According to my reading, the Sluach used to snatch people up into the air and fly away with them. We're not as strong as we used to be. Ah. When people believed in us more, we were capable of anything. Now we need to be on the scene when someone's dying. We need to beat the holy competition to that soul. Then? Then we have parallel interests. If I find each director, each captain of the Night Brigade, then you'll have a heads up if I'm unable to rescue them from the danger stalking them. And you'll need to promise not to stop me if they happen to die allowing me to dine on them. Mm, I don't like that idea. If you're not willing to commit to the concept of souls in the first place, while you're standing in an actual necropolis, I might add, then as you so charmingly put it, what's it to you? Seems a reasonable enough thing to ask. There are five more captains in cities around the world who all remain at risk. Guide me to them, then. I remain tantalized by the prospect of an immediate incentive. Seriously? Nobility has its privileges. Uh, what makes you nobility, exactly? It, 
Is there some lineage, some theory of the divine right of soul devourers? Is there someone who outranks you? Hmm? Some prince of the Sluach who'd be more helpful? Just be glad you weren't present to see how I earned my title, you piece of meat. If, if you believe that the world was really close to ending, would that motivate you? And how would you prove such a thing? What if I let you take a look at my soul? Huh? No, not devour it. <laughs> but just so you can see what I've seen. I'm not too sure I could refrain from swallowing you up entirely. Earn your title. Act nobly. Give it a goddamn shot. How do you envision unveiling your soul to me? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm improvising here, but I picture myself relaxing, letting go, uh, <sighs> surrendering intentionality for a few moments. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's another shot. <sighs> This whiskey might help. Choose a grave. (coughs) Excuse me. You're hardly going to be relaxed if you remain standing. Nor am I going to feel better about lying down on someone's final resting spot. They won't object, I promise you. I walk over the graves here on a daily basis. Imperceptibly. You talk of surrender? Lie down. This is a public place. Anyone can walk through the necropolis and ask what the hell I think I'm doing. And that's clearly never happened to you before. Fair point. Well, if I can find some place not too exposed. Maybe between graves. Some of these stones are large enough to conceal me for a few moments. Consider the graves of the Tenant brothers. They were brewers. Their brewery is still down the path there. I think you'd feel a natural affinity with them. All right. Uh, all right. I'm lying down. I'm breathing more deeply. I'm letting go. Ready to have my soul inspected. The graves look different from this perspective. Like monuments, towers, spires aching for the sky. It really is a small city of the dead here. You offered me entertainment, I'll give you that. It's been a while since I found a human so diverting. You even... (gasps) What? What's this? You! Something in my soul? You've killed Agent Stoker. I have. And that alone would haunt most people. Oh, it, it does. But what you've killed... Thing you killed. There are no words for it. If I told you, if I told you, you'd never have believed. Did you think I'd be frightened by this? Are you? I. I am startled. Imagine how I felt. I don't have to imagine. It's there, in my soul. A blackened, corroded mass. 
As necrotic as anything around us. Sounds like I should see somebody about this. I wonder you walk about as freely as you do. Do you mean freely as in unburdened, or freely as in unimprisoned? Oh, no one would jail you for slaying a thing like that. The thing it became, no. The thing it was, on the other hand. Oh, my friend. I understand. Are we? Are we friends now? You suffered. Not in the same ways that I have. But we belong to a grim fraternity. Long as there's no hazing ritual. Hold still for just one moment, Agent Stoker. Mm -hmm. I will give you what you came for. What, what are you... <laughs> there. It's done. You may rise. <gasps> what the fuck was that? I placed a small kernel of my own soul within yours. Excuse me? It'll guide you to the captains of the Night Brigade. As long as you haven't been drinking too much, you'll feel a certain pull, an instinct guiding you toward them. It still stings. But you're telling me that I can't have a drink to ease the pain. Who am I to say what you can or can't do? But when you want it to work, you'll have to abstain a bit. Who were you to say? You, you've had plenty to say about what I should or shouldn't do. <laughs> it's not like one of your navigation devices you should know. It's a bit of eldritch. So it'll draw you not to whomever in the Night Brigade is closest, but to whomever is in the most immediate danger. I feel a, a yearning toward the southeast. Tel Aviv, then. Or Antarctica. When you said you were going to give me what I came for, I wanted intel, not some non-consensual psychic surgery. Have I charged you? No. Others might thank me. I think you've seen I'm not like others. Yeah, it's putting it bloody mildly. What effects are there going to be on me walking around with this bit of supernatural tissue grafted onto my soul? Oh, hadn't thought of that. Grand. Hmm. I suppose might eventually corrupt your appearance... Or your own soul, or both. The news keeps getting better. If you save the world, you'll have plenty of time to deal with it. And if you fail, it won't matter, will it? Sort of like a psychic prostate cancer. We're not going to treat this because you're probably going to die of something else first. Uh, no one forced you to enter the cemetery and bargain with my kind. You have something that will address your concerns, and I have come out of this exchange enriched as well, I'm not too proud to say. You're better off for today? Why do you think my kind needs to feed on souls in the first place? We have none of our own. We'll never know what it's like to live as you, to ache, to love, to hate. What we call feelings are but dim mockeries, vague outlines of what we see in you, what we long for in you. You know the words of the poet. Our dried voices when we whisper together are quiet and meaningless as wind in dry grass. Or rat's feet over broken glass in our dry cellar. That emptiness must be addressed. Looking into your soul, tainted with charcoal as it is, gives me a few moments of solace. To feel the genuine pain and the genuine hope that you feel. 
that is a gift, and one all the more precious for being freely offered, rather than stolen in my usual fashion. That's not so poignant that I don't see what you've really done. Huh? You've used my openness to lodge a bit of yourself within me, so maybe you'll continue to feel what I feel, know what I know, <laughs> hmm? I am no saint, Agent Stoker. I am still, at the end of the day, the Duke of the Sluar. So, here I am, packing to investigate Tel Aviv. I walked away from the Duke without a word, leaving him in the necropolis, but perhaps I can't leave him. Perhaps he's always with me now, until I learn how to remove what he's placed within me, or until the world ends. Whichever comes first. I need a drink. Agent Stoker, Episode 205, Necropolis. Starring Chris Connor as Agent Stoker. Keith Farley as the Duke. Otto Asando as Engage. Emily Deschanel as the voice of the Night Brigade. Directed by Oz Scott. Written by Brian Nelson. Music composed by Christy Carew. Additional music by the Parson Redheads. Sound designer and co-producer Patrick Hogan. Additional sound design, Tyler Kaiser. Producer, Larkin Bell. Producer, Dana Brower. Executive producers, Chris Connor and Brian Nelson. Produced under the jurisdiction of SAG-AFTRA. A production of Night Brigade, LLC. Agent Stoker will return in episode 206. Jin. We are living, living in a new age. Living in a new age. Kicking up the dust. We are living. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.